0: It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandy's can give you that comforting pause. (sighs) Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools.
2: Welcome to the weekend y'all and welcome back to the WrestleChat podcast here on WrestleChat TV and the iHeartRadio app. Uh, I'll tell you, it's going to be hard to wipe the smile off this guy's face and, and to be honest mine too after last night's Smackdown and the return of The Rock, Michael McGlavin, welcome back buddy. You you still have goosebumps on your arms there.
1: I sure do and <laughs> I I can't I can't explain why, but it just felt right to wear a black tank top <laughs> this morning to talk about Friday Night Smackdown. Yep. Normally, normally I would be a little bit more modest, but there was just something about that episode last night that I just felt compelled to, to wear I, I a black tank top so.
2: I completely understand I'd be there with you If my ink looked as good as yours I'd be right there with you oh, <laughs> You're too kind Listen, you're too I kind. don't see any reason to waste any time Let's go ahead and jump in The Rock came back last night on Smackdown Let's see how close we can, we can stick to Being chronological on yesterday's events The Rock joined Pat McAfee uh, Of course Pat is on try to recap for people who may not know is pat mcafee is on uh, espn's college game day which i will mention about a shot to fox here in just a little bit um we have pat mcafee on espn's college game day and that's on that's later on this morning and he does a show on thursday and friday from wherever they are doing Game Day, which is in Colorado this week. So, he had The Rock join him on his show on ESPN on Friday. They talked about WrestleMania 39. I mean, he he flat out said that Rock Roman was indeed the plan a year out. He and Nick Khan and Vince McMahon sat down and talked it all out, but that didn't... It ended up not happening because, of course, then the merger came into play. Rock did mention there's WrestleMania in Philadelphia and the words... I'm open. You don't say that on Pat McAfee's show, and it not already be locked down.
1: You you don't say that as Dwayne Johnson unless there's good reason to say that. Much less Bingo. the reason for Pat McAfee when when you're responsible to as many things as Dwayne Johnson is. You just don't go, huh? Ah, maybe, <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, what what an exciting exciting night in wrestling you know i was i was scrolling the the twitter machine which which or excuse me the x machine and there's always such varying reactions to everything and i was shocked that there was for a lot of people a lukewarm reaction uh to to the rock being back on the show which completely boggles my mind wow but i'll tell you it'll be one of those moments like the rock is so rare back in wwe anymore it's like it's it it creates some of those moments in your mind like i was i was here when and so uh to be perfectly honest i was winding down for the evening i was gonna watch my episode of smackdown yeah i was in my bedroom uh watching it uh i was in the horizontal position and um and and pack you know something about the people and he's like you know what that means and i went Okay, somebody somebody's gonna show up here. If you smell and and I scared my wife because from the horizontal position, I went whoosh and and was completely vertical standing up in my room with absolute goosebumps and chills going through my body. It it was electric yep. And, yep. and the genuineness of who Dwayne is that you can tell he's excited to be there. He's soaking in the moment. He truly does love being in the WWE, even though it's more rare because of his age and his career. Everything about it, um, with with uh, the the smack talking, with Austin Theory, oh, so good, and uh, you know the, the play off of uh, of Pat McAfee doing a people's elbow. It, it's just a reminder in the very opening of the show why we love professional wrestling because of the feels that it. Yeah, uses.
2: for sure. And you know, listen, I want to know what Denver did right to be able to have both The Rock and John Cena on the same show in the same night. I mean, really, all we needed was Stone Cold. To leave Denver or leave Las Vegas and come to Denver and just be a part of, it. hey, what did I miss? And walk in and say hi or whatever. That's what I felt like could have happened on SmackDown last night. You know, WWE hasn't said a word about the potential of a Rock Roman. At least they haven't made that public. But Rock goes to SmackDown, so let's play hypothetical for a moment. It does end up being Rock Roman at WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia. My first question is. What's that mean for Cody Rhodes? Oh yeah, there's Cody Rhodes. We have a story here. What do you do with Cody Rhodes? Now does Cody have a match with Roman before we get to WrestleMania 40, win the title, and this Roman rock thing has nothing to do with the universal title? I don't know that you can do that because the Universal title and, and the the uh, the record that's been set there has gone along with the Bloodline story. And of course, the Bloodline story is going to be the centerpiece of Rock versus Roman. Do you see Rock losing? I mean, there's so many questions, but let's, let's back up. Let's just hit the one. What does this mean for Cody Rhodes? What do you think?
1: I, I think it's very, very simple because we already have a blueprint for what this looks like. And it involved the Rock. If you go back to 2012, CM Punk at 434 days, I believe, as WWE champion, CM Punk drops the title mm. to the rock at the Royal Rumble, going into Rock John Cena 2 and and at WrestleMania, and Cena takes the win. Mm. You know, here's the thing. Everybody's talking about Cody Rhodes finishing the story. Well, newsflash yeah. everybody. Roman Reigns has nothing to do with Cody's story. It's just about winning the title. And and what better way to not only protect Roman, do business with The Rock, and also keep Cody in good spot than to have Roman drop the title to The Rock, which is... only person absolutely the only person right now that can feasibly do that makes complete sense and then cody takes it off of the rock at whatever point in
2: time bingo and in three months later if that i mean if even if the strike is over he comes back for two things uh but you know one one time a month and then does the the that's a that is a fabulous assessment of what could happen there and uh man i hope I'll be honest, I'm ready to book that right there and be ecstatic with WrestleMania 40 and whatever happens after that. Now, speaking of the bloodline, in a sense, Nia Jax, who's part of that bloodline, is back, good, bad, indifferent. you have any feelings about Nia Jax being back? I mean, for former WWE star Stevie Richards, he's already calling her unsafe with her spot on Rhea when she attacked her on Monday Night Raw. And to be honest, it's the exact same thing that I thought when I saw it. I was like, that seems a little rough for a return, and this is the money maker in the women's division, Rhea Ripley. And you let go of that rope a little soon, and you ain't a little woman, and you sit right down on Rhea's chest. I mean, what if that had seriously injured her? And let's uh, let's not pretend her ribs aren't hurting right now. You know they are. You can't do that. I mean, I did side bends. Uh, been in the gym a little bit. Did side bends for two days. Did thirty on each side, and I, it's hard for me to lay down. <laughs> hurts when I when I get on that side of the bed. I can't imagine what Rhea Ripley's feeling. What are your thoughts on Nia Jax being back?
1: So, here's here's the here's the mistake that wrestling fans make a lot of the time. They merge the person and the character mm-hmm. and the athlete and all these things. But th- this is a very layered conversation. So, here's what I'm saying. Nia Jax is not a bad person. Um, we've seen a lot of good things come from her in storylines and character development and all these things. Yeah. But with that being said, she has a history of being in cringe type athletic situations is the way I'll put it. Yeah. Where it just doesn't feel fluid and her first night back did not give us any impression that things are different. And you know, we don't know how long this has been in the works. We don't know if, if she's been training or doing this or doing that. She looked absolutely fabulous coming back on the scene. Great presence. You know, great reemergence into the WWE, but what does that mean for people that you work with? And, and I know that uh, we actually saw on um, on uh, on the internet that it was uh, uh, EO Sky that was defending Nia Jax, uh from the injury that Nia caused to EO and and so you and Oscar the same thing. There was a lot of uh, conversation around Oscar that was defending Nia for all these things and so it appears the locker room has her back but at the same time those of us are sitting in the audience going it doesn't look it doesn't feel right so all of this to say i'm super happy she's back because i feel like she is a positive uh character and a positive uh, thing that can be a part of the women's division however we just need to figure out a way to 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 be safe in all the things that we do
2: I know me and a lot of other people uh, thought that probably if Nia, because there was a lot of rumors about Nia coming back, that if she did come back she'd be a part of the bloodline. So I was kind of surprised to see her not Come back in some role there, even have any kind of hint at that it was almost like picking up where we left off with Nia Jax is what it kind of felt like uh, albeit yep. she has uh, dropped several LBs uh, coming back, but she uh, uh, she looks great uh, but yeah, I mean just as long as we can be safe and keep other people safe as well, I mean uh, I think we we as fans blur the line so much, we talk about stuff that like you know we don't really I'm, we see what we think is not safe. We don't necessarily know, really, if it is safe. I mean, you know, I, I just don't know how you, how a woman like that could, you know, jump down off the rope <laughs> and land on your chest, and it and it just be okay. It knocks the wind out of me, and everything's fine. Yep. Well, yesterday, I know you and the boys uh, dropped a brand new Manchild Chronicles podcast. You, Ryan, John, Jay, How are the guys?
1: Everybody's great. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're this is our favorite time of the year coming up. You know, as yeah. uh, anybody that knows anything about the show knows that. We- guys yeah. we love entertainment we love talking about it dissecting it all the things and so what we're entering is probably the best time of the year we're coming off of all the summer blockbusters sure you know have things to talk about there but we're entering the holiday season so right around the corner we've got halloween which is is a great time to rewatch all the classics <laughs> um then you got christmas right around the corner after that and so um we're gearing up for a really really fun season of uh, talking about a lot of really fun movies, playing games like we always do. Um, this last week, we or, or yesterday, we dropped an episode um, uh, that has a new game uh, that okay. we played called Movie Matinee Challenge. And uh, the only thing I'm going to tell you is that I asked all the guys to bring 10 actual physical DVDs to the podcast oh, wow. with them, and we played games based on DVDs. To know the rest and to know what we did with them, you're going to have to tune in. That's now available on YouTube and all of your favorite streaming platforms. Awesome.
2: So if you're watching this episode on YouTube, you can scroll to the other channels that we love. If you're listening on the iHeartRadio app, check out the link in the description of this episode for a link of the Man Child Chronicles podcast. You can check that out there. How early in the season do you guys? Uh, any of you guys watch uh, Christmas Vacation?
1: Uh, well, Ryan never stops watching it.
2: Okay, good. I like Ryan. He,
1: he, yeah, he (laughs) perpetually. And honestly, if you go back historically into a lot of our games, Christmas Vacation comes up very often. (laughs) And so that's one of his favorite movies. And so I have no doubt that he probably hit it once during the summer already.
2: Oh, well, make sure you guys check out well, Christmas Vacation, but more importantly, the Manchild Chronicles. Uh, jumping back into it here. The man, Becky Lynch, big time Bex. Becky Two Belts, now known as Grand Slam Bex because she won. Well, she's already won the Raw and SmackDown Women's titles. She won the women's tag titles, and now she is the NXT Women's Champion. According to Brandon Thurston at WrestleNomics, that match alone saw NXT go over one million viewers. Bex is big time for NXT. Would you say?
1: Absolutely, uh, man. I love this crossover that they continue to do, mm-hmm. bringing people in, and 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 uh, uh, also, you know, shout out to Becky Lynch, but also shout out to uh, Tiffany Strat. Uh,
2: Absolutely. I love Tiffany Stratton. She's so uh, good.
1: You know, they put on just an absolute killer match. And uh, this is a great way because what I hope is happening is they got the strap off of her so that Tiffany Stratton can come up to the main roster. And what better way to do it than to to, to bridge that gap with big-time Bex yeah. um, to not only bring credibility, more credibility, to the brand – but also giving people something good to watch. You know, I, I think they learned early on that you know when you take titles off of the off of uh, your champions and you put them on another person that's green, that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. But you do lose this little bit of momentum because you have to reestablish, you know, kind of the the importance and the 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 glory of the title. But by coming in and, and having somebody like Becky Lynch do this. Uh, man, just just so awesome, and it brings continuity across the whole WWE universe. Um, just such a such a cool thing, such a cool. Thing.
2: You know what I love is so you'll see you'll see Becky on Monday Night Raw holding that title, promoting, being back on uh, the next night on NXT on Tuesday. That cross promo is great. What I wouldn't hate seeing is is Becky defending that title on a Raw or a SmackDown just to bring eyes there, and maybe even that's where she. Might drop the title. That hasn't been something they've done before. Yeah. But you see, who wins that title, they leave and they go back to NXT and possibly take some viewers over there with them too. Hey, she just won that belt from Becky. I don't really know much about this person. Why was she so good that she could beat Becky Lynch? Follow her to, to Tuesday night's NXT. That might be a a, a cool thing to see. I would, uh, speaking of cool things to see, I watched QB1. Loved that show. Uh, in fact, I'm I, I'm a, a big OU Sooners fan. Uh, Marched on the drumline there and uh, one of the guys Spencer Rattler was in QB1 when he was in high school and he when he left high school he went to the University of Oklahoma so he was on QB1 on Netflix. Uh, Watch Last Chance U if you haven't watched that and you are a football fan at all you're missing out. It's a couple of years old now but Last Chance U all the seasons are fantastic. So they've got these really great documentaries that are uh, do you call them docudramas what per se or would just i mean it's not a just a documentary that's an hour and a half long and it's over with it's so it is a series but um both of those shows
1: that's what it's called now so
2: it it is now it's a docu-series (laughs) the same guys who produced both of those docs on netflix have now produced something called wrestlers and this is a fantastic look at a guy you might remember from the Attitude Era. What does everybody want? Head. What does everybody need? Head. Al Snow. Uh, and, and, talking about a mannequin head. Relax. Uh, and he is now in charge of OVW, or Ohio Valley Wrestling. Um, it was the NXT before there was an NXT. Uh, a great class that came from there was was John Cena and Dave Batista and Brock Lesnar and Shelton Benjamin and we could go on and on and on. You'd seen big stars come back through there while they were rehabbing, including the big show. Um if you want something other than football to watch this weekend, if you're not a big college football fan, that's okay. You should dive into this. Even if you are a big football fan, make some time to watch this, at least one episode this weekend, and check it out on Netflix. It's called Wrestlers. Have you had a chance to uh, to check it out yet? It just came out.
1: I haven't. I heard a lot about it uh, coming out and the hype behind it, yeah. but I haven't had a chance to yeah. sit down and watch it yet. So your glowing review that I'm, I'm going to be making a beeline for it here pretty quick.
2: Well, I'll tell you, if, if there's not enough drama in what we see on TV with wrestling, you get behind the scenes and there's even more drama. Are they playing it up for cameras? That'll be up to you to decide. But you've got one guy who we all know is wrestling fans, Al Snow, who's one of the owners. And then there's two guys that have abs- had absolutely nothing to do with wrestling their entire life other than being a fan and these guys are also owners as well so they're in it to make some money Do at that. least make Do their that. money back and so they're they're proposing things that maybe the guys in wrestling don't really have you know a lot of respect for at least some of the wrestlers seem to not have a lot of respect for but they are the ones holding the checkbook they are the ones writing the checks. So how do you navigate that? I'm only one episode in so far. I even hear that there's uh, there's some drama with James Storm about something that was said on this. So we'll follow that a little bit as as this docu series continues to develop. And I hope you know there was the uh, the the Monster Factory that was um, uh, that was on Apple. Apple TV and they only did one season and they're not doing another one. I hope at least this one, at least telling from, from one episode, they're, they're setting up the story in episode number one that you can tell. This is going to be a great series because it, it tells you what to expect as you go through. And it's, they're going to do a summer tour and then they're going to have their big thing at the end of the summer in August at their their normal venue at the Davis Arena. And if if it turns out well, it'll stay open. If it doesn't, it might be closing the doors on OVW, which they've done 1,200 consecutive episodes of that show, dating back to 1993. That's how old this place is. Wow. And uh, so it, there's already a great story, just me telling you that right there. But that leads me to believe that hopefully Netflix is invested at least for a couple of seasons of this. And uh, I think you should check it out if you get the chance. Listen, that's about all the time that we have for this week here on the Wrestle Chat Podcast. Uh, MG, we miss anything?
1: I don't think so. Uh, lots of good stuff happening in professional wrestling. It's, it's hard to cover it in the limited time that we have, but man, uh, what is normally the the lull season of professional wrestling is truly shaping up uh, to be something really, really special. So you know, stay with us as we you know live the professional wrestling life together, For and, sure. and it's going to be a great time.
2: The Rock and John Cena help with that a little bit too, I think. <laughs> just a little bit just a little bit t- oh there's something before we leave uh don't forget that this thursday is impact's 1000th episode uh it has already been taped so if you're one of the, the lucky few that were at it uh you know what happens for the rest of this we don't so looking forward to watching that on thursday so check out impact's 1000th episode uh, lots and lots of fun i uh, i hear that is to be had on that show if you haven't already subscribed to this uh, to this channel. We'd love it if you did that. Hit that sub button. You can do it for free on the iHeartRadio app if you'd like to listen or if you'd like to watch YouTube. Make sure you hit subscribe there. Check out WrestleChatTV. TV. Or, I'm sorry, WrestleChat TV for more info uh, during the week. All the links to our socials are there too. For Michael Glavin, I'm the Ant-Man. We'll see you next week on the WrestleChat Podcast. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow, iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss.